You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Wig Hackers, to another episode of The Dark Side of Wig Hacking, where I will be interviewing other wig hackers to help you break down your fear of bringing your business to the next level. Today, I have a special guest who really does not like any, any fame or, or recognition, really. He's very much a behind-the-scenes type of guy. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my guest, Vincent Ellerson, a veteran hairstylist and wig maker. Woo, woo! Uh, hey, 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 how you doing? What's going on? Okay, I am going to dive right in. Um, how did you get started with hair styling? Um, I just was always interested in it. Even when I was in high school, I just always had my my hands in people's hair. I always was doing a bunch of crazy stuff to my hair. And um, I was getting, I was on my way in the military after I graduated high school. And I signed uh, some of the papers, but I didn't sign all all of the main ones uh, that really commit you. And I said, I'm going to give this hair thing a try for a year and I'm going to see how it goes and the military ain't going nowhere and I just kind of I loved it okay great now so how long have you been a hairstylist like how long have you been uh since uh probably 1990 I've been licensed uh since uh since 1992 yeah Okay, so how, okay, then how did you transfer over to, I mean, you mostly do male um, enhancements, male toppers, closures, male pieces, uh, for lack of better terms, because I know some people don't like to use, you know, certain terms, egos and things. How did that become part of your business? I'm going to tell you, my clientele uh, is actually uh, mostly female. I have a hand uh, full of males and I've gotten a lot of the males uh, from the word of mouth off of my female hair replacement clients. I had a couple women come to me and they're all like, I got alopecia or I'm in the middle of uh, the chemotherapy and I can't find any wigs I like. And can you make something for me? 
And that's just kind of how it's grown. And I love it being able to customize a unit for someone. Yeah. Now, do you make them from complete scratch? What's your what's your foundation method? I, I do. I do both. I can I can wig hack. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I have done a few of them from uh, scratch, you know, but and this is something, you know, uh, they're doing them from scratch. It can take a lot of time, <laughs> a lot of time. And I know you're paying you're getting paid like exactly what you're worth and maybe even then some of course or do i have that backwards (laughs) i'm not i don't remember but you know i'm gonna i'll talk about that a little bit later um you know but so mostly from your female clients have actually introduced you to the male because you make some beautiful men's pieces thank you like they are really beautiful. So those that are listening, you should really check them out because those are some quite stunning pieces. Um, oh. Even on the last um, World of Wigs that you were on, when you put on that one, you know. Oh, right. The, yeah. I forgot. The next World of Wigs, everyone was asking for you, like, where is he? Why isn't he in here? Oh, really? oh. here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. You have a niche, my my sir. You have a niche. Um, so in your career, what was one skill that you had to learn? Like you couldn't not learn it. What was one thing like you were, I don't know, if you, for me, it's like, oh, I'm kind of forced to learn something new because I'm in my own zone. But what was something that you had to like ugh, buckle down and force yourself to learn, be it a skill, be it a technique, um, you know, something like that. Uh, in terms of the making the wigs, I think that the, I think that learning how to ventilate is key. It is so key. It's such a valuable skill. Um, and it's extremely uh, fulfilling. If I have a client with a bald spot in her wig, it's like it only takes me like a little while, whatever, to fill in that spot. I love it being able to do that. In the very beginning, I was just like, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it because it's very intricate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very, I guess you would call it light-handed work. And... uh I uh, still am working on it. I wouldn't say I've absolutely mastered it or whatever. I don't know if you ever master it, master it, but um, that's probably the thing. And what was something that helped you overcome that, that little hurdle of, of starting? You know, I think that's. You just have to do it. You just got to get some needles and some lace and some hair and you learn it with the muscle memory. We've talked about that. Yeah. And it's just is something you have to do it. Uh, set aside a little time every day, ideally an hour. Hey. I've been listening. I've been listening. <laughs> and it's something you just have to do it. And you're going to uh, surprise yourself. And one day you're going to be like, man, this is so much easier. Like I'm finally getting the hang of this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was an aha moment during your wig journey, wig making journey? Like, what was the like ah? And it's like boom, click. 
Uh, I would say my biggest aha is probably the uh, the fronting wigs and the refronting wigs because I mean because that's something you can refront a wig and make it look totally different, and it's just it's a great skill to have. Yeah, I mean that's something you could take the cheapest wig out of the beauty supply. And you can refront it and you can turn it into a masterpiece. And I love that. All the key terms. You're using all the key terms. Oh, my gosh. Now, how are you? I know you want to kind of transition into doing a little bit more wig work. Um, Yeah. Have you put anything into place yet? Any systems into place to help you? Uh, okay, I a lot of my free time on the weekends, I have a room that's uh, full of hair and all my projects and heads and all that. I actually uh, started on another refront this morning. And it's, it's hard. I have a lot of clients. And um, I'm trying to figure that out still exactly how I'm going to transition because I've already had a lot of my people tell me I can't ever stop. And I tell, I know. And I tell them, well, everybody needs a backup and they're like, I don't want to back up. I'm not going to anybody else. So it's, it's hard. I mean, because on my end from, from, you know, listening and I, I know some of your journey and I feel, and we are very compassionate people. We are artists. We want to create, we want to help them. And I feel sometimes we, we forget that it's our business, right? Right. You know, and I think you have to invest in yourself a little bit by, um, I don't know. I think I maybe have said it before, you know, that price increase, Um, because I think that would definitely put up that red velvet rope Um, as much as they want to be your ride or dies then they need to be paying your ride or die fee right 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 I I agree I agree that would be a great transition you know or just to help free up some more time so that you can have those those units those wigs in the salon ready for people to just walk by and buy right right i agree i completely agree um easier said than than done (laughs) it's easier said than done i mean i got a lot of bills i got a lot of expenses i'm in a salon i'm in a booth rent uh spot and the booth rent is fairly high and with and with products and all my other bills or whatever you know it's a lot i'm trying to balance so wouldn't it be great to have like one wig cover all of that for you that would be amazing (laughs) i mean i don't know what you're waiting for i know i've been pushing you for a long time to up the prices there um and you can i mean you you need to do it okay anyway back back to the show sorry i these get into very very therapy sessions but um okay but how has doing wigs increased your business you know since before and after, I, I really want to hear that part of your journey. Um, a lot of my clients, um, a lot of them come on a regular basis and get their hair done. I've had a lot of clients and they ask, 
for a wig that looks exactly like their own hair. So that when they have a bad hair day or I'm not able to get a man or whatever, they know they got the options. And um, I've had a lot of clients that have dealt with the breast cancer. I have lost a few of them. And um, it's a very, it's a devastating thing. A couple of weeks ago, I just had a client that had this uh, beautiful, long, past the shoulders, thick hair. And we buzzed it all off because it just was coming out in handfuls. And it's really emotional. And um, I really like it that I can help them a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um I mean, the the cancer, I, I'm going to say industry, because it is definitely, you know, an industry. Just just the emotional side of it as a hairstylist is very, I'm going to say draining. Um, yeah. Just dealing with them and how to deal with them. And then for me, it's family, right? I get a lot of, you know, families that come with for their teens who, you know, and, you know, hair's everything to a teen home. Right, right. right. I mean, that alone. Um, do you teach them how to get insurance, how to pay you ins- with insurance? <laughs> I actually, um, I had taken another course and they and they showed us how to do that. And they gave us the uh, forms. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Vincent. We're going back. We're going back to my question. Sorry. Because right now, all I'm saying, you have everything. Literally, you are sitting in like the best wig zone you could possibly be. And you have the clientele willing to pay anything you say. Yeah. Yeah. Say I'm a charity. Okay. Um, Okay. (laughs) Going into this, you know, uh, what system do you need to put into place into your wig business that you have not done yet that you really want to? What uh, system? I should um, I should advertise a little more. I should post um, more content. I do a lot of stuff and I never post it because I'm self-conscious because I think my pictures aren't perfect. And uh, I should probably advertise a little bit more. I should let a lot of people know exactly what I can do. Now, I'm Mr. Devil Advocate over here. Can can you take an influx of people, of clients? Not, and I'm going to tell you, that's actually a part of it because I thought to myself, if I get a bunch of people calling me, I'm already kind of overwhelmed. Like I couldn't even take a large amount of business right now. So. So you have to make room. Is I, keep I have to make room. Right. Yeah. Cause then more room, more time, more money, yeah. you know, cause you can still be doing, how many haircuts are you doing a day? How many heads are you doing a day? Uh, most days it's between, uh, uh, six and eight. Uh, sometimes as many as 10. So, and the majority of my clientele is, uh, 
African-American, and that involves the relaxing and uh, extra conditioning involved in that and the different treatments or whatever. So it can be a whole lot. And I don't have an assistant right now. So I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. For those who are listening on the podcast, I hope you know me as a person or know my facial expressions. I literally <laughs> just got Botox. That's why I was a little late for my appointment. And um, because <laughs> my facial expressions can tell a whole nother story. So um, hopefully some of you will be seeing this in some little snippets and clips. But hello. I know. Right now, what is that? Four yeah. things? We have a list of four things that you could implement today. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. I got all the pieces. I just have to put them together. I Are you I, waiting I, for something? Um I'm just I'm I'm just picking your brain now at this point because your your the quality of work is there. So I can't say, oh, go hone your skill more. Like, oh, yeah. wait. Oh, hold yeah. up a minute. Like, yo, careful those not like so that's where I'm like, all right, you have clients. You're doing nine to ten clients a day. Yeah. And I hope they're all oh I don't you I don't want to like air out your business, but like what is your average ticket price? How about that? Let's do that. I like that. Um, between, uh, uh, 75 and a hundred. Not enough. Yeah. Just a relaxer is not going to cover any of that, sir. Right. Right. Yeah. You're a charity. So I have a, you can go to the us.401c3 and open up (laughs) your own, um, you know, youth center and you know yeah yeah okay i'm working working on i'm getting there i'm getting there okay so from what i see this 75 to 100 dollar average if yeah if you just bring it to 200 yeah per service minimum so whatever that means how you have to make it 200 plus right some will drop off. I'm a, I'm going to assume because you're getting yeah. such a great experience. Yeah, they're talking like this that they're only going to come. You have. Yeah. Time would that make in your business? It would make a lot of time. It and would make how a lot money. Because for for me, so let's just use six, right? So. If it's $100 each, that's $600. So then if you're going to $200 each, your your three of your clients can go away where you can either book someone who's going to be paying a lot more in that space or taking extra time to go build things. Right, right. And that's what I really want to do. I don't don't really want a bunch of new clients. I want to be able to make uh, the wigs and hair pieces. I want the time. Uh, for that well let's not they're paying on staying i think because if you do your promotion now with the numbers you're you actually do yeah that that is no 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 yeah you have a price sheet what what like what's stopping you from just adding 50 dollars, adding a hundred dollars to your service 
Um, a lot of my clients are retired and they're on a fixed income. And I know that, that whatever money they have, it isn't my business to count their money. But I have a lot of people that are on uh, fixed incomes and they've been coming to me already for over 20 years. And it's like a real friendship. So, yeah. So, so then you're either going to have to sack, well, you are, you're sacrificing your business for, yeah. so my get an assistant who can go do them and teach that assistant really well. Cause then, right. then you're like, Hey, you can't afford me. My prices are going up, but here's my assistant. And then hire a good assistant. You yeah. know, I mean, that, I, I don't know how to like, you're not Jesus. Like you're, you can't help everyone, you know, without know. helping yourself and you just your wig room. And I know how much hair you have on stock. I, I'm, I, everyone should be mad. I know everyone has their, their stock of wigs, but you could be turning over a profit hand over a fist. I have enough hair. I could literally, I could make a thousand wigs. I told you I'm a hair hoarder. Right. I mean, <laughs> so what I got is stopping up. you? I'm sorry. What'd you say? What is stopping you? What is that? There has to be, there must be the biggest block of something. And I know, I know I'm not therapy and this is the podcast isn't therapy, but you know, I, because I know you're not, you're not the only one. And that's really why I, I, I head off today so I could do this podcast because I want people to hear your story and your why, because everyone has, everyone goes through it. Everyone goes through it. And I mean, I know I'm not getting any younger, even though my face is because of my doctors, but I have to make money to make that happen, you know? So how can you make this profitable? Because you're you're sitting on an investment of a thousand wigs. Yeah. Let me get out my calculator. (laughs) I'm not going to do math here and and look like a, you know. Okay, so let's just say a thousand. Thousand wigs times. I'm going to say 2,500. Sir? (laughs) I'm just going to show you the number because I don't don't even want to be... I don't even want you to like, but yeah. you're going to do Aunt Susie Q for $25 roller set. Yeah, yeah. And that's a part of it because like I have a lot of older clients and I feel like I know too much to be spending so much time doing these uh, shampoo sets. That is an assistant. Are you your own assistant? I mean, literally right now, go to, go to the cosmetology school, get someone who could just do it. I'm going to tell you, I went and I had a conversation with the director and she was telling me uh, that the industry, it is really uh, changing and everybody's going uh, natural and they're focusing on uh, skincare and their program in the uh, skincare, it is uh, it's really blowing up, and the hair care is uh, getting smaller and smaller and smaller. What does that have to do with your business? I couldn't even. I'm having trouble filling chairs in the salon. I can't even find another uh, stylist. 
And it's just, it's just a lot. It's like a lot of people, everybody's wants a suite and they want to work all alone and they want to be the boss of everything and they don't want to be a part of uh, family and that kind of thing. It's, it's not that easy finding people now. Okay. I hear a stylist and they got uh, shops and the majority of their chairs are empty. So, yeah. So, I mean, we obviously maybe that's a, a source of, of what, what is, what are you offering them? Right. Because that offer has to be good enough. Yeah. You know, so maybe it is more of a wig maker, you know. Right, right. And, and, and then that's like a whole, okay, let's build, go spend a late percentage, whatever the hell it is. You know what I mean? Maybe you come from it from that point of view where maybe your assistant does get a chair-ish, you know. Right. And then you start migrating people over to them if they're really new. Um, but then what, what, what are you offering them? What is that? what is the, the the base pay what is the that's something to to entice them i know now everyone is motivated by money and by fame and by all right that. right right um it would be booth rent i mean it just would be a, a space and they would run their own uh situation out of their space right but that's not that's not what you need so yeah. you might be giving up that booth rent and giving them a chair, but they're your assistant. Mm. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't really looked at it that way. I mean, that's something to think about. Especially if you, if, but this is also something that you do want to mentor, that they do love your work and they do want to work with you and learn your technique and do all the things. Um, right. Just from what I'm, I'm hearing, you know, that could yeah. be a possible way. Um. And I know how hard it is to find people and then keep people. For me, it's the right. because I build people up so well, they go off and they do it on their own. And that's what I want. I want everyone to, to do that. I want people to grow and, you know, but I do like to have a little bit of help. <laughs> yeah. and, that's, and I think that's, I grew up in a time of, you know, assistance, being a shampoo boy, you know. I was an assistant for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So, but now I think that might be a, a brain change for you too because you're still watching setting so <laughs> right right you know and even with the wigs i thought about this too uh in certain areas convincing people that that what i do is more valuable than these wigs they get in the beauty supply and out of china is a chore sometimes yeah it's a chore. I do feel pricing can help with that. Okay. Because things like I know ticker uh, uh, sales price will help. Oh, I'm spending more money. It needs to be more valuable if it's this price tag. So then you're coming in with a person that is already at that level. And of course, the, the people you have now are, are how much does a wig cost from you? May I ask? Uh, just, I mean, they uh, started five hundred. I know, I know. Yeah. And how much do you spend on hair for that wig? 
Um, it depends. I mean, the hair isn't always extremely expensive. I got a bunch of virgin ponytails. I mean, super high quality. And then I got the beauty supply hair. It's all about the what I know how to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it worth it? If you can yeah. make $500 worth it, yeah. you have six people in your chair minimum $500 prices. Right, right. Yeah. I hear you. I, I mean, hear you. I mean, I know I I'm we've been down this road many of time. I do want to <laughs> know what the what the the hold up is, sir. Cuz just changing your price and I mean I I hate to say but our old clients are 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 old. You know, so they're used to a 25 cent wash and set and, you know. <laughs> right. Paying two fifty, oh no, and right. and to be honest, that is not from what I'm hearing. That is not your target market. Mm. No, it's really not. Your target market is 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 not that. I want the people with the expendable income, and they got the money to pay for the best. Right, but then you have to act like the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you got to meet them on their level. Right, right. I know you have all that hair that is is the best. Yeah, like yeah. A product that is the best, but you have to show off the best. Like okay, in your okay. especially your stuff is good. Like Thanks. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what you're sitting on. Yeah, I mean, and and I get it. It is a business at the end of the day, and you're doing what makes money, and that's getting those butts in the chairs and turning them over. Right. But, you can still be very profitable and make a killing. Like, even if you start, even if you're at that $500 range now, why don't you come out with a product that is a thousand? Mm. And just, I actually have an idea. Yeah. Have it yeah. on a shelf. Yeah. Because that's the, I think, and it's taking the clients you have now and educating them. And also use the the whole who I want better tactic. Right, right. And showing them what a luxury product is. But you're already giving that away for $500. <laughs> yeah. So your $500 might need to come down a little bit in, in, in value a little bit. So right, that right. $1,000, $2,500, you know, because any ventilating you do, should not be less than twelve hundred. Okay, that's time. The right, right. Yeah, it how is time. long? Okay, now think about this. how long did it take you to get to where you are at ventilating? Um, over the course of like a couple years, probably. Years. Uh, with in practice, yeah, yeah, yeah. So remember that person who's sitting in your seat. For that, I'm gonna. If it's a wig, hour, whatever it is, they're not paying you for that time. They're paying you from that that two years, that three right. years, all those right. late nights that you're up ventilating on your own, throwing it, wanting to throw the damn head across the room. That's what you're paying for. Right, right. You know, yeah. That investment that you did of time. So, I'm hopefully trying to get you to see it in a different light, so you can be like, oh. $200 is just fine. If I lose someone, 
you know what? That's going to give me more time to make a better product than someone who actually needs it. Right, right. Okay. And that's what I needed to hear. I mean, I already know it, but sometimes I don't know. I need uh, you to remind me. I need to hear it from you. So, And I know you're also working with a lot of dedicated people. Like, I still have one woman. I still go to her house. I cut her hair. Like, yeah. Probably get to the door. There's an elevator that brings her little ass down to the door. And I bring it all the way back up. And I have to walk up with her. And I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah. I was, I forget who I was talking to, but they were talking about in the Asian culture that in radioactive, like if a war goes on and radioactive things go, who goes to clean it up? The older people go and clean it up because they know they're going to die. So they can give children a better life to live. Wow, that's deep. I never knew. (laughs) So I want you to think about it that you are spending your time with an older person, which I do not mind. And of course they need it and all that. But when they do, when this chapter is done for them and this book closes, all that time and energy you spent with them dies with them. Right. That okay. time of building someone at a at $750 value. Yeah. You know? And I know over the course of time, yes, they were money to keep the... But do you see what I mean? Like, it's that that thing yeah. and like, who can you let go? Mm. You know, and I, or, or recommend yeah. them to someone. It, it's time. Okay. <laughs> Reclaim your time. <laughs> I mean, well, give me uh, six months and we'll talk about it like around the holidays or something because I got like a lot of... Every day I'm kind of moving in the direction all you have uh, to do, you could even say by the holidays, it's going to be double the amount because of whatever. So right now, say it's $20 extra for the next three months. Yeah. Because yeah. that $20 could pay you an assistant for two days, three days. True. True. And then you could just pay someone. You don't have to, they don't got to have a passion for it. Then you could just pay someone to be there. Go yeah. Do- Go sort the wigs. Go do right. Yeah. So maybe even fifty dollars. You could do that. You could do that today. Their yeah. next, their next booking. You here's my my new prices. Prices <laughs> gone up. COVID. Yeah. Just say COVID at this point. COVID. Right. Right. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. And see how much freedom that gives you. Just that little bit of extra padding. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I will, I will. I promise I will. So their next booking, Aunt Susie, Aunt, you know, Aunt Susie and her girlfriends that are coming down from the home on the bus, that's free. <laughs> they're watching set. Right, right, $120. yeah. $120. Right. And I'm, <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to get a bunch of, a bunch of complaints or nothing because everything is going up absolutely everything in the world is going up and and everybody talks about yeah and just i this is what it is you have in six months you better be having three people a week but selling 12 wigs right 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 yeah because i know you love hair and i know you love the people but i know you love making wigs yeah you are not happy 
happy behind that chair? I really am not. I, re- I mean, I loved it for a while. It's, uh, it's more of a job now. In the very beginning, I loved it so much. I was like, I mean, well, you're going to let me do your hair and you're going to pay me too? Really? I don't feel like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that goes real, real quick. Oh my right. gosh. So I, I mean, I'm going to hold you to it because I'm going to do this podcast again. And we're going to, okay. where are they now? That's what it's going right. to say. We're going to do a whole new, where are they now? Six months <laughs> later. And if we are sitting in this same spot. No. no. I have, I have goals too that I am, you know, we're all doing the things. So yeah. I, I, I truthfully want you to like, it, it is time. I told you that last time too, even on the one yeah. recorded. In yeah. the hmm. But yeah. Enough of me talking about it. Where can people find you? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Um, and my Instagram is great uh, oh. stylist number one. One more time. One more time. Uh, it's one great stylist on Instagram. Okay. I'll put that in there. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I got the Twitter account too. It's, uh, it's Vince's VIP hair. Okay. I mean, I mean I, that's um, uh, the other one, uh, the TikTok. TikTok. Okay, there we go. So right. I want to thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and opening up and letting me grill you a little bit, as always. <laughs> I thank you for beating me up a little bit. I needed it. <laughs> I really do appreciate you being a, a part of the community and a part of of the Wake Hackers community because you do bring a ton of education and a ton of experience that people might not get. So I do appreciate being open to talk about it. And you don't have to put your face on the camera. You know, I know this is yeah, big yeah. for you. You're like hunched <laughs> over, ready to like cry. I get it. But I so appreciate you being I appreciate you too. I've learned a lot from you. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Make sure you go check him out on his social media profiles, which will be linked in the description down below. But I want to thank you who is listening for spending your time listening to my podcast. Um, If you have learned something or this has inspired you, please share it with a friend, leave a review. Uh, Don't forget to sign up for the Wig Hackers community so that you can keep your wig making skills sharp and on point and a network of other wig makers so you can work smarter, not harder. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.